live and local, across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. I'd like to welcome my guest Donna Ferguson here. Good afternoon to you, Donna. Hi, hi, Alex. We are going to talk about all things Cambridge Matters again, like we did last month. And we've got a few things, haven't we? Um, some uh, One thing to follow on from last month, talking about the colleges and which ones are open, and about a preview for Open Cambridge. But before that, uh, you want to talk about the wildlife, uh, well, the... Um, the building versus wildlife really isn't it yeah so um so i'm a freelance journalist for the observer and i wrote an article recently um about the it's about the decision by queen's college to appeal to the planning inspectorate um about against a unanimous decision by the city council to reject its proposal um to to build student accommodation near paradise nature reserve um so the college wants to build accommodation for postgraduates um partly because there's pressure from the university to increase the number of postgraduates that attend cambridge and obviously property is expensive they've got um this land um, it's very very big sort of lawn that borders the paradise nature reserve and when they initially applied for planning permission, there was, you know, almost 200 objections and a petition signed by, you know, more than 2,000 people. And so it was a unanimous decision to reject the proposal. And what, do you know what kind of grounds they were saying, apart from it, it is adjacent to, you're not saying it's in the nature reserve, it is yeah, adjacent to it, so isn't it? I think that the... Um, there's, there's a conservation group, Friends of Paradise Nature Reserve, which is crowdfunding um, so that it can defend the decision or help the council to defend the decision. Um, so they fear that the tranquility and the biodiversity of the nature reserve is under threat. Um, and so I interviewed Pam Gattrell, who's the chair of Fr- Friends of Paradise, and she, she said, we fear that the height, scale and massing of three-storey buildings so close to the boundary would have a harmful impact on both the ecological and amenity value of the reserve. So the reserve is actually home to, I think, um, eight species of bats. And um, one of them is the quite rare and endangered barbastel. And um, it's obviously, anyone who's been there knows it's, it's absolutely teeming with wildlife um, Flora, my daughter, who's here with me today, um, she, we went there recently and we found like there were just massive slugs, absolutely huge slugs. Um, but also if we saw frogs, we saw bats, we saw... Um, Whereabouts is it moths. for those that don't know it's exactly? just near Llama's Land Oh, yes. Park. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So it kind of, it, it's really important because it forms a, an important sort of part of the river corridor between Cambridge City Centre and Grantchester Meadows and you know it's been there for hundreds of years so it's it's actually got some quite amazing habitats because it's got this um wet woodland which is quite rare now mm. um and especially that, in this area yeah it's got voles it's got herons it's got kingfishers it's got otters um i was there with an ecologist um she sort of showed me round 
and um, called Alwyn, and she she said, you know, she visits it. She's been visiting for 25 years, and she's seen like rare birds there. She saw um, she saw a stoat attacking a moorhen's nest. You know, um, wild bees. I mean, it's just an amazing place, and it's valued not just by local residents but also by students and by fellows who are also local residents but you know it's 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 not necessarily a a sort of clear town and gown divide because many people who work for the university love that nature reserve and i'm going to say because of the fact that it's got some really rare um species there it's probably kind of uh countrywide and it's probably will be you know, is is one of these habitats needs to be protected throughout the country and maybe the world the way things are going. Well, exactly, and you know, there's a lot of pressure to to build. Um, obviously, we know that Cambridge is an amazing uh, university town, and we know that it, it's 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 important for the whole country that Cambridge is thriving. There's all this talk, isn't there, about it. Um, Michael Gove saying you were going to make and create a new urban quarter to support this sort of science capital but you know there's a question of at what cost and obviously there's a huge amount of, of local objections to this so anyway it's it's the, the college queen's college is appealing it it's going to the planning inspectorate which um, as, as we uh, i'm when i spoke to sam davis the independent councillor that sits on the city council last time she was saying that this is just basically what happens is um when these planning things happen and they get turned down people now have the right to go to this planning inspectorate which isn't governed by the local council it's a sort of government uh things so basically they're being stepped over aren't they and don't have the funds to necessarily fight these things so um this isn't just for this this you know this is a very important one but Mm. this is happening in lots of uh, building things where they're not getting planning permission then uh so basically the the place where you are uh has no um say in the matter Mm. which is what i think sam last time was getting very frustrated about that um you know we would naturally blame the council why is this being let happen and they have no say in these matters so i don't know i still don't know the answer to how we stop these things apart from like you said their crowdfunding to to kind of go against it um well i'd say yeah donate to the crowdfunder if you don't agree with um what the college is doing um but yeah i mean it still seemed quite shocking it's a unanimous decision by the council we'll see what happens um i just think it's a shame because i think that i know that there's pressure on on college on colleges like queen's college to build more accommodation but 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 i mean my answer is going to be that they could build outside of near their college and if if it's that bad they can bust them in Mm. other people I mean, they have the privilege that most of the colleges around here own accommodation. If you're at ARU, a lot of them have to find their own accommodation. And as they're postgraduates, they often have families and they often have, um, you know, other things going on. And I think that it's it's been a lovely privilege that they've had all this accommodation put on. But maybe it's time to say, well, we do that, but maybe we subsidise their places somewhere else uh, or look at, you know, slightly further out and... Uh, putting on transport for them or something I don't think it has to be in the grounds of each college exactly and you know you can always work with planning officers to try and modify things yep. to try and deal with objections so I think it's a shame that 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 instead of accepting that decision and either doing something else or trying to find a different solution you know that um that then they're just appealing that yeah and just basically saying right well we'll ignore you and we will go to a higher body that will i mean 
given the things with Gove, maybe that's they will see. Um, I feel with with everything going on in the world that matter, at some point someone needs to take it seriously that we need to take uh, wildlife and the environment very seriously. You'd think with all these wildfires going on all over the world and flooding here and everything else, that someone at some point, will the, the two will make a connection that we can't just keep destroying environments and habitats because we want to boil more brick stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's lovely that you said it's a shame. I think it should be probably a bit stronger than it's a shame. <laughs> That's very... I, I mean, it's, I guess it's, there's an impact on, on wildlife or p- possible impact. And then there's also, you know, the impact on people's mental health. You know, if these, if, if these places are under threat. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I just think it's really sad. Mm, yeah, I, I agree. So we'll wait to hear about that one. And maybe, you know, we can keep an eye on that for, for future things and see how we're getting on with that. So um, last month we talked about um, going and visiting open colleges and, and I was I was under the wrongly belief that you could still walk in as a local resident and if you've got a cam card because I can remember them before when I first moved here sort of 30 years ago you get this residence card and it meant that you could go into all the colleges for free but so, that's not so the case now is it completely well so there's mis- sort of a misunderstanding so the cam card is for alumni so that's for for people who've graduated from Cambridge um to be able to prove that they were once in um a student at Cambridge and if you are eligible for that then that enables you to enter all the colleges free of charge when they're open to the general public and pretend usually with up to three guests although some colleges say you need fewer and um, you can only come in with fewer like St John's is one Queen's is one you get two guests at King's however obviously many people who live in Cambridge are not alumni fellows or students and there are several colleges that do charge entry now not all of them many of them are just free for everybody um but the following charges entry so corpus christi st john's king's college queen's college and trinity and clare but both trinity and clare at the moment are closed to the general public anyway um so with those colleges it's again it's quite um, I had to call them up actually. To We've done very well, so I thank you for your <laughs> investigative it's, it's, journalism for this. <laughs> even on the websites, it's not very clear, I would say. Um, so, with some of them, so Corpus Christi and Queen's and St John's, and yeah, so those three, if you just turn up with a driver's license or it could be a utility bill, anything with proof of your address, council tax bill, anything like that, then you will be allowed in for free as a resident of Cambridge. Oh, interesting. Um, so which ones are those again? That's Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. St John's and Queen's. And Queen's is particularly good because they actually allow you f- the resident free entry and free entry for a guest who may not be a resident, so if you're coming with a visitor. As for King's, so King's does allow residents to get to apply for a residence card, um, which you have to do obviously online and involves <laughs> uploading documents, I think a photo. And then you get a fifteen you have to pay fifteen pounds for this pass and that lasts for twelve months and it entitles you to free entry into King's, which is usually 
14 pounds so if you know you're going to go more than once in the year then, then that's, potentially it's worth it's, yeah, it you, it's but, a saving but you have to be pre-prepared for this you have to you know know when you're going and plan it and everything. you have to decide that you definitely want to go and also um you won't your guests will not get in for free and um, so they will have to pay the 14 pounds or is 11 pounds for a child you can save like a pound if you book in advance but yeah that's that's pretty i mean some of those prices have gone up since um you know since there's a lot of information online with like lower prices so i think prices have gone up recently um what i would say is there's a great website called cambridgetouristinformation.co.uk and that that they've actually created a google spreadsheet showing all the colleges the web links the opening information and the charges and they've recommended some colleges which are completely free in central cambridge to look around so for example christ college where charles darwin studied um they've seen downing college which has a young gallery which i absolutely love the young gallery Me too. it's really really great that's a lovely college um another one they say like jesus college it's got garden sculptures often that's not um visited enough there's Magdalen college which has the peeps library which has all of samuel peeps diaries in it and um, that's a lovely college there's st catherine's a really small intimate college um that's Trinity really interesting Hall. then so there are quite a few that we can visit yeah uh, i mean all of the ones except those listed yeah. are, are, are oh, don't charge oh that's and in fact so king's is the um the the king's is the only college one. which charges residents even with proof of residency, but you, you, you'll have to get this pass, and even then, that costs fifteen pounds. <laughs> Most of them, if you can prove with a driver's license that you are. And when you say going to Kings, can you not even walk into the grounds? No. Can you walk? You can't no. walk into the grounds. No. So I'm going to say the best way, if you want to see this, on on another point, which Neil reminded me of, Bridge the Gap Walk. <laughs> this mm -hmm. coming up in September, all the colleges are open to walk round. As part of the walk, as the sponsor walk, and it, the the money raised for it is um, uh, goes to Arthur Rank Hospice and also Romsey Mill. Um, that's on September the tenth. I'm going to say Sunday, September the tenth. Uh, if anyone's interested in that walk, it's about a three mile walk. You can go. I mean, you don't, and the colleges in that walk, you can go. You can't. Yeah, there'll be guides there to tell you all about it. So that's another way of doing it. But that's a one off. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, they do also have these open days if you're thinking of studying at Cambridge. So if you've got a child who's thinking of studying at Cambridge, then I think that's a slightly different yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, they're just these closed communities and they are private properties. They don't, yeah, they're not all, some of them are less welcoming than others. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That's really interesting. Now, we've pretty much run out of time, but oh. we want to quickly mention um, Open Cambridge, which is coming very soon, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I this is I really love this um, festival. So it's a festival between eighth and seventeenth of September, and there's lots and lots of. Um, it's, I think it's run by the University of Cambridge, but there's lots and lots of events on where you can get guided tours of places that normally you wouldn't get access to. Um, sadly, <laughs> I was looking today, and because there's like you know there's one tour, and maybe it's only limited to like ten people, lots of them are booked up 
fully booked. So you have to be really on it because I think it only opened on Monday. I think, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it was either last week or this week. Last week, yeah, was it? Maybe. So, yeah. So, but there is still some really good stuff. Um, so there's. Um, I think there are a few that you don't have to book for. Yeah. Um, as well. Just turn up. But it, exactly. I think it's. Is it Open Cambridge? Is that what's the website? Is that Open yeah, Cambridge? Yeah, I can't, don't know the website address, but it's definitely called Open Cambridge. Yeah, if you Googled that. Yeah. I mean, uh, one that I particularly wanted to mention was. Um, there's Alison Turnbull in conversation with Harriet Loffler. So if you're interested in the kind of the development of the old press and mill lane site um, by Cambridge, by sorry, by Pembroke College, it's got this kind of new city quarter and it's there's a conversation with this artist and Harriet Loffler, who's a curator of women's art collection at Murray Edwards College. Um, so it's just, if you like art, I think that would be very, quite a good one. Um, and then also this a lovely, to- there's loads of garden tours um, and then there's a sounds like a really cool history tour of Great St Mary's which is one of the places where you know university and it's been quite important to the university and the town mm-hmm. so if you're if you're interested in those issues that's a good one to go to that's on the um 15th of September Oh, that sounds brilliant. Well, thank you very much for those. I will be also talking to some people from Open Cambridge next week. I've got um, Sophie Smiley coming in next week talking about the Word Lovers uh, walking yes, tour. Yes, that was one of my picks, actually. Yes, yeah, so, well, that, she's going to be coming in here next when, uh, Tuesday, I think, to talk about that. So we'll be hearing more. And then we've also got the curator at St John's College, I think, who's going to be running on, on Doc- Douglas Adams. So, oh, yeah, that sounded really amazing. So, so it's like, yeah. I w- listen out for those, everybody. I will be, they will be coming in the next few weeks they're coming in to talk about those specific ones but thank you very much for that Donna really really interesting and really great roundup of everything and look forward to seeing you next month Cambridge 105 Radio